You are listening to Pelushi Performance Podcast and here is your host Ray Pelushi. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode. Thank you again so much for finding your precious time and being with me here today. I'm Ray and I'm your host and let's go straight to today's topic. Today we'll talk about consistency. How important is being consistent to achieving our goals? And what skills and tools we can use that will help us being more consistent? So first I want to share that by now I hope that you all understand the importance of being consistent. A lot of people think that consistency is something that you do for a week, for two weeks, for a month. For two months. But the difference between average and very good or successful individuals would say is that they're consistent more than them. I mean, in the end of the day, that's what will make the difference is who is going to spend more time. Now, I used to tell this to some of my athletes as well that if somebody is better than you and they're putting let's say, 20 hours a week on their physical shape, on their conditioning part. Not talking about mental strength or tennis, but let's just say like going to the gym, running, etc. If they're putting 20 hours and they are better than you already, means that you have to put at least 25 hours. So that five hours every week in the end of, let's say, six months or a year with a compounding effect, which obviously will be affected by the consistency, will make you achieve something that the other person is not achieving, will make you become better than them. So consistency will make a huge difference in the end on everything, for athletes, for businesses, for individuals, even competing within yourself. I mean, don't you want to be better every day? What is even the point of this podcast, right? Is a performance podcast. How can we be better than yesterday? How can we beat our six months, our one year version or our last year version? And how can we constantly become better? And in my opinion, one of the main component is consistency. Okay. So I hope that by now we understand that consistency is very, very important. But continuing the thought that I had that I was explaining like the difference between average people and successful people is that they're more consistent. Now, the difference between, you know, good and great and relentless, good and great and excellence, the difference between those successful people and the most successful people, like David Goggins in the Navy SEALs, he, in his book, he talks about that he was the, the uncommon amongst the uncommon people. So how can we achieve that point is that those guys are way more consistent than the other people that are being consistent, if that makes sense to you. So what I'm trying to explain here is that doesn't matter how difficult it is, doesn't matter if you're broke physically, mentally, spiritually, are those guys that will push that extra mile, that extra edge that will make the difference in the end. And those difference, trust me, it's not huge. I'm not talking about like 
you know, if if those guys, let's say the race is, let's say they, they need to run two hours and they all run two hours and the first guy stopped the two hours mark. Okay, he's, he's devastated. Now this guy is going to make like two hours and 10 minutes. Okay. Now he's the, the uncommon person. And then he stops because he has more than the other guy. Now the third person, the uncommon amongst the uncommon, he put another 10 minutes. So just by putting an extra, let's say 20 minutes, you're going to, to, to improve your, your mental strength so much because you are better than the guy that was better than the other guy. So sometimes it's not, the, the difference in the end is not crazy much. It's just pushing just a bit more. The, the, when you're doing the set in the gym, when your muscles are shaking and you try to go for another Let's say the, the guy goes or the, your, your, your partner, your friend or whatever, your, your enemy or your person that you're competing with goes 10 reps, right? And you go 11. Or let's say the guy next to him goes 11. Now your job is to go to the 11. Okay. Now you go and you do the 11th rep. Now you're going for the 12th rep. You try to push it, but you can't. Your muscles are shaking and then you stop. Have you failed? No, because you take five seconds break, 10 seconds break, and then you do one more. And that one more is the difference that will make the difference. So we have to spend time every single day on consistency. We'll have to spend time in reading, in writing, in working out, at our job, in everything that we do, we have to do daily. Again, you will have days that you are broke physically, mentally, spiritually, and you don't want to do it. There's some beautiful episodes that Andrew Haberman and some other guys have talked about, like how much your mental strength get improved by doing hard things daily, but not just by doing hard things every single day, but doing even hard things when you don't want to do the hard things. For example... I do cold shower every single day because I know it is hard and I know that it trains my mind and my body to do daily hard things. But I've went into the moment that I still do it no matter what and it's not as difficult as it is in the beginning. So technically, I'm not getting so much profit on my mental resilience because I'm getting used to it, even though it's difficult, okay? But there are some days that I really don't want to go there. Like I am cold. I am freezing. I wake up and I'm shaking. I need to go outside and it's very, very cold. On those days that I go to the shower, I'm having twice more benefits in everything. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about consistency in every single thing, in little things every single day, especially, especially on the days that you don't want to do it. Now, let me give you some tools because I told you guys that I'll give you some tools and some skills on how to become more consistent in everything you do, okay? Those, I mean, with cold showers and running and working out and reading, all these things are little things. But what about like major things? What about if you want to, you know, like write a book and you don't want to write that day, okay? Another guy, Chris, I forgot his last name, um, no, it wasn't Chris. It was a guy that talks about the, the stoic movement. He's also a writer. Ah, oh, how I forgot. Ryan Holiday. Yes, Ryan Holiday. He's, he, he talks about like 
you know, he has had so much improvement and so much benefits or he has done so great on, on writing books because he has told himself a couple crappy page a day. So no matter what, he said that he, he writes like two very bad pages a day. So I can connect it that even on the days that he said that he doesn't want to do it, he still write two very bad pages. And even though he's not going to use those pages, he still writes it because those pages will help him to be more consistent, to daily do the task and will help him in the end complete the, the book that he wants to write. So how about I give you guys one tip here. Let's say that you really don't want to write this book, okay? Or let's say today you don't want to write it. You feel exhausted. You're tired. One day it's okay. So I want you guys to remember the importance of even on the days that you don't want to do it is the days that you're going to get more profits from it. And even if the quality of the work is terrible, you're never going to use it, which is okay. It is so important that you still do it. So we're going to call this, which I learned from someone else, the 10 minute rule. So let's say on your worst day, okay, you're only going to write 10 minutes. You put a timer and after those 10 minutes that you leave and don't do it. And on this worst day that you have, if you only spend 10 minutes on writing something that is like terrible, you're not going to use it. It is so important that you do it. And it's, and it's just an amazing thing that you're doing other than not doing anything at all. Now, you're going to have another day, another day that maybe you're not feeling that bad, but you still feel better. You don't want to do it. Now, what you do, you do the 10 minutes rule. That's beautiful. Now, one hour later, spend another 10 minutes. Another hour later, you spend 10 minutes. So if we use the 10 minute rule, will help us be consistent and spend time on the project. There are so many times that I told myself, okay, I'm just going to be there for 10 minutes. And next thing you know, I'm recording an episode for an hour. I'm doing something for an hour and a half. I'm just going to walk outside for 10 minutes just because I need to walk and get my sunlight. Next thing you know, I'm right. I'm right. I'm walking for like 45 minutes. And all these beautiful things come into my head, okay? So, please use the 10-minute rule and give me your thoughts because for me, it has, it has helped tremendously. Now, another thing that I do with myself is that I sign a contract, okay? So, let's say that you don't, like, you, you're kind of putting rules on yourself. Okay, you sign a contract. I'm going to write this book or whatever. Or let's say I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose 20 pounds in the next three months. And then you simply write a contract. You write a contract by saying that in the next 20, in, in the next three months, I'm going to lose 20 weight, uh, 20 pounds uh, of my weight. And then you sign it. You have this contract and you have it somewhere visible. You can see it every single day. Just by having something that you are actually have signed it and you see it, it will just remind you that on the days that you want to eat the cookie, on the day that you don't want to work out, on the days that you want to go out and party, you see that and you're going to start feeling bad. And hopefully that reminds you to not do whatever you're not supposed to do that is not going to help you achieve the goal. Now, let's say that only the contract doesn't help you. Okay? It doesn't help you. You just see it every day, but you're, you, you still find yourself very tempted. The other beautiful technique that I've learned 
which this one is from Tony Robbins. I read a book many years ago, is that you are going to do something very painful or shameful every time that you're doing the thing that you're not supposed to do. For example, I had, I used to smoke cigarette, okay? And I quit smoking cigarette. And I told myself that if I am going to smoke again, because there were so many times that I would just kind of like uh, smell somebody else smoking cigarette and my body will crave and I'll go in this state that I'm like almost shaking, like, oh my God, I really need this cigarette. I told myself that the time that I'm going to try that cigarette or smoke one more, I'll make sure that in the end when I'm done, I'm going to burn myself. Like I'm going to finish on my arm. Now, I know how painful it is because at a very young age, I remember a friend of mine when I was asleep did it as a joke. Obviously, you know, kids doing BS stuff, you know, uh, things that you're, you're, you're thinking right now. You're like, oh my God, how stupid we used to be. <laughs> And he finished his cigarette on my calf and I was asleep and I woke up and I remember it, it hurt it so much. And I can still like feel sometimes those, those shaky moments when I woke up and I didn't know what was happening. And I could feel like the burn on my calf on that moment, especially, but even on the next days, it kind of like left a sign on me. So I experienced that thing physically that my memory will go back again. So each time I want to smoke a cigarette, that moment that my friend burned me with a cigarette will come into my head and I'm like, do I really want to burn myself just for one cigarette? No, no, no. So I'll just move away. Try that. Try that with something physical, something else physical. Like try to, to make a connection that will stick on you. And if you have never done it before, maybe try. Maybe if, if let's say, um, I don't know. Maybe you really, really want to smoke to stop smoking. Then try to to finish one cigarette on your arm and feel the pain and make yourself like uh, part of your contract. You're gonna sign that every time I'm gonna smoke a cigarette, I'm gonna finish on my hand. And I promise you that you maybe what well, you're gonna try one more time. You try two more times. If you keep doing that over and over and over, oh well, then probably you have a much bigger problem that we need to discuss it in person or. Uh, you can contact me and we can have a session together because probably that is not the right thing to do and maybe I can help you with some other things. But we're talking about things that if we're conscious will help us to not continue that. Another thing is not just to do something bad physically, but to do something shameful, okay? Let's say that you want to stop uh, drinking, but you still want to go out with your friends. And every time you go out with your friends, you're in the bar and next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, I really want to stay with my friends. I really love my friends, but every time I'm with them, they go to the bar and they drink and I cannot resist it. And I'm going to drink it. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to drink with them. And next thing you know, I feel bad the next day. So I'm like on, on a place where I feel bad and I also feel good, but I don't want to feel bad. So I want to be with my friends and still control myself of not having a drink. So what I'll tell you in this moment is that every time you're going to have a drink, then maybe scream at the bar a phrase like, Everybody, I want you to know that I'm a total idiot or something that is very, very shameful. Or let's say the moment you drink, you're going to scream from the, top of your, from, from the top of your lungs outside in the street where people will actually look at you like in a very weird way. If you put yourself in such a mentally painful state, like a shame state, I promise you that you probably are going to think twice to have that beer. Another thing that I want you guys to help you with consistency, and the last, the last two things I'm going to share about comes from the uh, David Goggins book, the first one. Um, the, it's called 
to um, the, I, I forgot exactly how they call it, like the truth mirror or the mirror that speaks the truth or whatever, but we're just going to call it mirror. So what I want you guys to do is to put like those little uh, papers that are like orange or, I mean, you can have different colors and put it in the mirror on the bathroom that you go every single morning. So right there, you are going to be the most honest with yourself. You're going to tell yourself that I'm afraid to fail. I am afraid to speak to this girl or to this guy or to my boss. I really want to lose weight because I feel terrible. I am fat. You be as honest as you can. And you put all those papers in the mirror which you, where you're going to see it the first thing in the morning because most likely you're going to use the, the bathroom in the first 5, 10 minutes you're going to wake up. And throughout the day or in the night, you're still going to see those. And those things are going to going to stick in your mind all those painful moments all the things that let's say that you had an opportunity to achieve it but you never achieved it and things that you want to achieve it they're they're going to be stuck in your mind and you're going to see it every single day like there's moments where for example i am i'm feeling so happy like i don't know i just feel good and i'm smiling and then i go to the restroom and, 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 I'm, and I'm brushing my teeth and I'm doing my stuff and I look at the mirror and I start reading those things. And actually, I put a goal with myself that I read those things every single morning. I turn myself in a monster state. Like, I'm ready to own my day. I'm like, why are you even smiling? Like, come on, you feel good? Get your stuff together, right? Get your shit together. Get ready for the day. Put, put yourself in the cold shower and, and let's go to the gym. So, like, every single day I remind myself that I got to be in this state in order for me to own my day and to be more consistent on everything I want to do. And the last thing, which is not least, is a cookie jar. Every time you succeed, you put a cookie in a jar. I don't know if actually David Goggins put cookies in the, in, in the jar, but he called us these like the cookie jar. Like every time he's on terrible moments, in moments that he's about to break down, in moments that he is about to like not push himself, he think about the cookie jar and he imagines like he takes a cookie and he bites it. And those cookies represent moments that he has done the impossible or things that he thought that he, he couldn't do it and he did it. For example, I have the cookie jar and I actually put the cookie jar and I see it every single day because I want to be stuck in my mind. And I thought about everything that I've done hard on my life. I put one cookie inside of it. For example, graduate on my undergrad, graduate on my master, becoming national champion, becoming head coach, and so many things or moments, for example, when I was ter feeling terrible, anxious, depressed, and I got my shit together. I quit alcohol, I quit smoking, I go into the gym. So Every time I complete something that is very hard, I put a cookie in it. I don't know how many cooks I have in there, but I know that they're not a lot. So my goal it is to do something every time that is very difficult for me. So we, with my hope that I can put a cookie on the jar and hopefully I can make by the end of my life that jar full, full, full with cookies. Or, you know, if you know the jar is not big enough, uh, maybe I need to buy two, three more jars and keep adding cookies in it. And those cookies will remind of the things that I did when nobody believed or things that I did that even when I didn't believe it. And when I'm facing the next difficult thing, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that. I'm probably if I'm not at home, I'm going to obviously I, even if I'm at home, I'm not going to eat the cookie. But especially if I'm not at home, I'm going to think about like I'm taking a bite of this cookie and reminding myself that there were so many moments of my life that I couldn't do this thing and I still did it. So all these things that I shared you guys, I do it daily. And obviously, if you have another thing, please let me know. Because as much as I'm trying to help you, I really want to help also myself. I want to see what, what works with you or if you have an, another another way that works better. But trust me, we're daily, 
daily fighting our demons. We're daily trying to be the best version of ourselves. We're daily want to do things differently. And we, it's, it's just, it's a hard life. It's a hard life. We're not going to feel it every single day. We're going to feel whatever, tired, mentally broke, etc., etc. But we still have to do it because a day that is past, it's a day that we cannot take it back. Again, I've mentioned before, I'm going to mention again, I know how important it is to live every single day because on my life, I lost a, a very important person. So I know that how much I would have done or, or how important it would have been to spend with that person one more minute or one more day. And same with yourself, how important it is to spend that time for yourself because it will be in the moment that you're almost on your deathbed and you're old. And what's going to tell to your grandkids or to yourself, I wish or if, if I could, all these excuses? No, 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 no. We want to be on those moments where you look back and you're like, you know what? I gave it all. And even if you haven't achieved everything you ever wanted, that's fine because you gave it all. And I hope that all these tools will help you to give it all, to become more consistent and achieve all your goals. Thank you so much for being here and listening. And I'm very, I appreciate all your likes, comments and shares and especially the comments because I really want to know if those things are helping you guys. And until the next episode, you guys stay blessed.